informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to This Podcast is None of Those Things. We have another Over the Fence episode. Carol, welcome back. Hello. Elliot, welcome back. Hello. So, I'm going to do a little bit of inside baseball here. This is like the fourth or fifth episode. We've been drinking wine the whole time, so I'm not sure. But nobody ever actually left the house. (laughs) (laughs) Some Inside the Park home runs, y'all. Inside the Park home runs. So, last episode, we got through sex and fiction, we got through cheating, and then you guys went into the Bible as erotica. No, we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) The Bible has erotic moments in there. Like, it dies down when it gets into the New Testament, but the Old Testament is full of it. I mean, the Old Testament's interesting in that, you know, God was very wrathful. God was that guy that, you know, everybody knows him in their 20s. You got that buddy who just will fight everybody in the bar. Then he has a kid. (laughs) And all of a sudden he just chills out and becomes cool. And God kind of has that vibe in Old Testament versus New Testament. (laughs) Jesus shows up and God's like, all right, guys, I'm chill. But if you mess with my boy, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm thinking that, you know, once it comes to the time of revelations, I may find out that I was very wrong in this assessment. But But when we get there, we'll all know at the same time. We're going to have to build that bridge when we get to that river. (laughs) Exactly. Do you think that the Lord really, really doesn't think that, know that we sit around that there's so much we realize we don't know and he knows we don't know? Mm -hmm. And it, 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 you know, if he wanted it more clear... He would have made it more clear. I, I do. I, I, I actually, I think that along with that, I do believe that he there's there's, a, there's warnings throughout the New Testament about teachers and the consequences and the people that that purvey in like a certain type of knowledge and that if you're not doing it right, that the consequences will be harder on you than it's going to be for everybody else. Right, and you see that because and, you know better. You know better, yeah. right? And, and 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 even Jesus himself actually said said as much several times in the Gospels about like you know putting that warning out there, like you know because he was because he showed no mercy to the Pharisees and Sadducees, like nah, what y'all doing is wrong, and you know that what you're doing is wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, come with this come this way if you want to, but you're going to have there's going to be some consequences and repercussions ultimately for the way that you're operating. And so I think that, that I mean, I, God wouldn't be God if he didn't know the fact that people were fooling around with stuff that and they that have no don't understand it all. Mm-hmm. And if he wanted to, I guarantee you, he would have made it where we really did understand clearly. But he, there's some things that we weren't intended to. Turns yeah. out God's a mystery writer the whole time. Yeah, that's, and a good one because you can't figure it out by page 45. No, you can't. But then on the other side of the coin, though, I think that there was enough warnings in there the fact of like, Tell the tell the truth that if whatever you know, tell the truth of that, and then leave the rest of it alone. And there've been so many people that have like completely not followed that 
one thing. Yeah, because he's very specific. Don't, he says several times, don't take anything out, don't add anything to it. Yep. In fact, you know, he had, so all we have is what we got. That's right. In fact, in fact in, in, even in Revelation, at the very end, that was the last warning. Don't you add nothing to this. Yeah. Don't you take away anything to this. It's face value. If that's it. <laughs> and there have been, been a number of people that have tried to play this, have been playing this game for years. I'm like, everyone's going to find out. The people that you're standing on judgment on from the little bit that you know, like, there's a whole lot of other stuff. Like, but the things we were talking about previously about, mm-hmm. you know, certain eroticism, it's like, that's not us. That's not us interpreting it that way. That is, it, it just is there. Yeah, you know? It's not meant for our our gratification. <laughs> that's not why it's there. But it's just telling but. the story. It's telling the story of what, this is what David walked, as David walked out on the, on the on the balcony. He sees Bathsheba taking a bath. And this is what happened. And, you so know, where she got the name Bathsheba? I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But, you know, um, or the fact that like, uh, then it was the Queen of Sheba or somebody that he was a different woman. Sheba, yeah. That it was a different woman that, no, he, no, that was Solomon. No. Solomon had the relationship with the Queen of Sheba that like, you know, they end up having a kid and then there's a, there's a whole storyline that is covered yeah. in the Ethiopian like the food? <laughs> no. But that he is had, he had another wife. He had more than one. Yeah, they had, I mean, all of David and his sons had more than one wife. Just they were like laced potato chips. One just wasn't gonna do. Because I told him I got I, I I'd seen it a million times, but all of a sudden it just made sense to me. I don't know, it just did. Oh I think too I heard somebody in a in a ministry on talking about it, a woman's mm-hmm. conference, but it was like one of his wives. I thought this was so telling. Mm. His first wife, I think, the one that he was supposed to marry her sister, but her, but Saul tricked him, and he ended up marrying the one he didn't really love, Michael or whatever her name. Well, you know, it was so telling. I think I told you this, that it was really unusual. She was watching him coming in from being praised from winning a battle. Or, no, they bring they brought the Ark of the Covenant there, and he was dancing dancing around, mm-hmm. and apparently must have because she's saying, and she watched him dancing, and she despised him, and hated him, and even told him, "Look at you out there dancing and showing off your body to these women." And I thought, wait a minute, did I read this was the this was the King James too? And I mm-hmm. thought, wait a minute, did I under, is that what I just read? And I thought all those years I've read that. And it sunk into me, you know, he was getting carried away and just having a good time and showing off with the women and very, very much a human man. Mm -hmm. Everything about him is why I like him. Somebody learned how to play my pony on the harp. <laughs> oh, yeah. but see, I, I don't, I don't laugh at that. I don't, I, I won't go that far now with that. With that. But you know, but, but, you know, but the I'll, I'll, trust me, I'll carry, I'll carry all the little yeah, white blasphemy. <laughs> what is it? What is it? They always say the disclaimer in the movie that this is not the, end, right, exactly. the opinion of this well, person. Just, just, the silly things that Brian says do not reflect the yeah. opinions of Carol Purser or Vestine Bondurant. <laughs> Elliot Howard, on the other hand, is on his own. Right. So, <laughs> the, but you know, you're right though, because there's things that, the, but the church, on the, as, as we've come to know them, has this way of, of trying to put people, these individuals, the characters in the Bible, as this deified thing, as opposed to, like, no, you can't see them as this. But, okay. No, but they are exactly that. I mean, they are exactly, they were just human like me and everybody exactly. else. Exactly. But, like, like, Bathsheba had to have been fine. And 
he, he obviously enjoyed looking at her because he kept staring at her enough to be like, tell us, tell, tell, if I'm David, and then, hey, Brian, I need you to go find out, like, who she is and, like, what she, you know. How do I get roped in the wingman because, because, I'm, because, because, because David's the king, he gets to send her, like, hey, hey. Same you? reason when he took her. Right. Couldn't say no to him, you mm-hmm. know. Exactly, because, you know, and, and, and actually, that is the quintessential Thing of like to say we we get to present day we're talking about like what Bill Clinton and Lewinsky right we're talking about the the man is in power the person that's responding like answering to him really is not in a position to really say no the powerlessness that you say it's the, it's the the feeling of of that and of course back in those days the rights and stuff like that were not what it is now so well, I mean, less. yeah nowadays your reputation is all that's going to get well back in that day you could get your head cut off right you know so then you had to. Acquiesce, and then Uriah, the hard, the hardworking man, trying yeah. to take up the, is the one that loses life. And all he was trying to do was take care of his family. Exactly, and and that's the part that's so human about it is mm-hmm. when you do, the story is it's it's better than any. It's not good, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. It's more enthralling than any fiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, he obsessed over this woman to the point that he was trying to figure out how to get that man out of the picture. And then he decided just to take him out completely. Put him on the front line. Yeah, get him killed. Make, and make, he so, even so. told the soldier, make sure he is and that he does, you know, and he's the king. Oh, what do we do? One of these two is snoring and slurring. I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> so as you were saying. Yeah, but, I'm sorry. You know, he was the, you know, he was the king and... Uh, lost my track. <laughs> he was the king, and so like you know, so he could do whatever he wants. He could have whoever he wants. He had like concubines and multiple wives and everything like all the women that he could choose from. But he had to have Uriah's wife, exactly. Like, so like to no, the point of obsession, just about I thought to get and and, 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 and and true obsession really that you willing to even get her husband killed, make her a widow, so that they technically like because the way the rules were for divorce back in those days, like if you. You can't. You couldn't really divorce unless you were, um, unless it was you were getting abused. But if you did, you couldn't remarry again as long as the former spouse was still living. So you go ahead and you get that former spouse killed, right? No, and, and she had nothing to do with it. This is all David doing this, mm-hmm. right? Get the, get your get your eye killed. Then she's in the clear, and you can do everything. But remember, the the prophet called David out on yes. that. He was like, nah. And David, and David didn't even pick up on it. That he was talking about him. So yeah, you the man. And <laughs> That's I thought, like, you. Yes, yeah. you. You the man. Yeah, because he's going, he's telling him about this, uh, 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 kind of a parable about this man. And then he's, and David's all like, well, he needs to be killed. He says, well, that, it's you mm-hmm. we're talking about. And, but and, yet, here's the bottom line that to me is so beautiful is that he is still the man after God's own heart, and read his read his poetry. Right from from he he sinned, he messed up, but and that's the thing. Where back going back to the fiction, you know why can't if if David, the greatest cheater of all time, could have redeemed himself? Why is it, it that these other cheaters be, aren't? Yeah, why is it not okay? And not not okay. You know what I mean? I'm talking about in fiction. Mm-hmm. That yes, a man can come back from that. He learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. I mean, he lost his son. He lost the baby. Mm-hmm. He he his whole life. He mm-hmm. knew where it was coming from too. Mm-hmm. He knew it was his fault. Mm-hmm. He redeemed himself though. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I mean, it's like I don't get it. Why, you know, unless something's changed, I'll know someday. Because I, if I get back 
into, you know, I'll know if that the genres have changed and that mm. that's acceptable now as long as he does redeem himself and you have your happy ending. But it's uh, that's not real life. Mm. It's so fantasy. It's funny, you brought it back to fiction, but I was actually going to keep it on the biblical stuff because mm-hmm. you're doing a really interesting thing in that you're reading the Bible cover to cover. I have been lately. Yeah. Mm. I'm trying, I'm just, it's fascinating. I, I do all the time. You know, every year I try to, but this year, I don't know. Well, for one thing, he laughs at me. I mean, not really, you don't laugh, but um, they had had this telenovela about the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. It was very, very detailed. It wasn't your Charlton Heston version, Mm -hmm. but it was very, very accurate, Mm -hmm. just beautiful, and it had more detailed characters. Mm -hmm. Well, that got me interested when I was reading it this time around, because I thought some of these names were fictional, mm-hmm. but I looked in the Talmud, they're real people. Mm-hmm. They're just not in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it's opened it up to me, you know, that I can't wait now to get to David now. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing to go along with all that, is the fact that, like, the, this guy had, this, 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 uh, years ago, there was a story that was done on uh, National Geographic where they, um, proposed about the fact of where the exodus actually happened, right? Yeah. And, and and the guy brought up a point of like, if the dates are off or like that, then what is the business? Then then that's going to throw off the whole storyline because like, because asking like, how we found any evidence? But if you're looking, but it's like imagine, it's like imagine trying to um, watch the the two teams that played in Super Bowl Thirty. But you were looking at Super Bowl five, right? And like, and then you know, as the first, the first they talk about the dates, right? And then so if the date is off, then it's like, why am I seeing these people like fighting, they're playing against each other, but they're not the ones that I'm looking for. So that what happened in the Super Bowl thirty didn't happen. <laughs> no, but that doesn't mean that Super Bowl thirty happened. You're looking at the wrong date, and everything, all the evidence that you're looking for to support that is all surrounding. I saw that in a documentary. Yeah, so that was, the dates being just off the time. They right. didn't make the connection. Right, and then they brought up, and then, and then when he did that, he ended up finding the, where the tribe of Dan went to in Greece, found all of a sudden the, 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 the ornaments that have replicas of the, of the Ark of the Covenant and what it actually looked like and all that. Also, all these things started opening up, right, where they actually traveled to go past, go through the Sea of Reeds. And understand about how the translation was off, that that's what the Red Sea meant with Sea of Reeds and not the big body of water between the Horn of Africa and Ethiopia and going on to Saudi Arabia. Like, all of that all of a sudden changed. That's where I heard that whole Sea of Reeds. We've talked about the Red Sea parting thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, 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 then, and then, when, yeah. then when that happened, there was, a, uh, there was a volcano eruption around that time off in the, in the, in the Mediterranean. Uh, Island Santorina was the major eruption that happened roughly around that same time, and then a tsunami happened. The water pulls out to the you know out to the Mediterranean, like what happens with a tsunami. The children of Israel get across, and just as they get across, the water comes back. Just as Pharaoh's army is coming, the chase of them comes across. Well, do you know? I told him this. It's like God opened my eyes this year because I told him I've read the that account how many times since I was a little girl and for the first time for some reason the very same book, mm. I read and I thought why did I not notice that before that when 
Because everybody wonders, well, how did they, they get across and Pharaoh, they're on chariots. And how did they? Because it said as plain as day, and I never saw it before, that God took the wheels off the chariots. And I thought, when did that get in there? No mm. wonder they couldn't. They were stranded. Mm. And I thought, God, that's beautiful. Meanwhile, the whole time, the Pharaoh's cursing the guys in the motor pool who didn't replace the wheel bearings. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. More than wheels were rolling that day. <laughs> there was some heads and that people, were... of course, we're going by our Ten Commandments, the movie thing, and we're picturing you know, a couple of hundred people running across. This mm. was the whole... The whole nation of Israel, right? You know, it was like hundreds of thousands. It wasn't just like a hundred people, you know. That and, and think how big Pharaoh's army was. Mm-hmm. You know, this is incredible when you really. I I had asked you when we first started talking about the whole Exodus stuff and the parting of the Red Sea and all that. I said, "Well, wouldn't it have been a muddy mess?" He did, and I said, "But then I, I, said, and then, I then I told you later. I said I just came across it today, and I said, and he dried it up. That and it's like that's all I need to believe. But it then, if says, you think about it, if you're parting the water, you're moving the water, right? All the water. So right. mud a, is yeah. dirt plus water. <laughs> and right. it said, and he caused it to be dry because it said later on he was trying. Joshua was trying to explain to mm. somebody else. And he said, and the Lord caused it to be dry. And I thought, well, I, I missed that before, too. See, and then what happened when the, when they, when, when uh, Hurricane Harvey, and remember, it was when Hurricane Harvey had hit, there were three other hurricanes that were circling around in the Caribbean. At the time, Harvey was the last one. But when that happened, um, it pulled some of the, the islands, actually, the archipelagos, sitting on top of former volcanoes and stuff like that. So there's the astral sea floor that when you step off, Away from that, it actually gets deeper. But on the archipelago, it's like it's from here to here, as opposed to here to the floor, right? So when the storms had come through, the hurricanes had come through like they had done. It actually pulled the water away, and so folks were actually walking out like a hundred yards out into where the water would typically be, and it was dry, right? So when we go back to that guy when he was explaining what had happened with Santorini and the tsunami, I was like, now it makes sense. And people think, well, because there's a natural explanation for it, that does still not mean, in my opinion, that God did not still do it. Right. He oh, just, yeah. All he had know. to do was press the volcano eruption button up there on the control panel in heaven. Yeah, I mean, he spoke, you know, it's like... <laughs> and then he's sitting there like, all right, Moses, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Wait a Hold minute. On. Wait for it. Hold Wait on. for it. He's on his computer. Wait for it. <laughs> Go right now. Devils are... <laughs> See? And, they, and, and, and here's the thing. They, 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 that's in the same documentary, remember they explained about the... He even explained about the fact that the fire by night and the cloud by day. And it was oh, a... It was a tectonically active area. Okay. Active area. So it was like... So they were going through... So at night... You saw the flames of the whatever the, the volcanism, whatever like that going on. That was the fire by night. During the daytime, it was clouds of steam. But I still say it was God yeah. doing it. Right. You know, He was in charge of this, and I mean, God is the stage manager of this entire I mean, like, world and this whole production. That's what this way. He's the CEO. It's so like you know, the, the CEO of Exxon stills working. Do we know what he looks like when things get done? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, he still get all. He's still very much present, but you don't see him to get the job. Like, you know, he's, when the gas is getting pumped from the Exxon gas station, no, that's that dude there in the thing. But he's running all of the Exxon. Exactly. So there is that. I think the Exxon CEO is a woman now. Well, that too, if I remember correctly. But what if God was one of us? So I mean, that's what I'm saying. 
It is fascinating. It's like I, I, I just choose to always believe. You know, believe that, that's that's the part too. I think you told me that one time because I was saying I was beginning to wonder. You know, and you said, "What did you tell me?" That's where your faith you comes. In. You said that's where your faith comes in. As Brian, not Marty, mm-hmm. he said that's where your faith comes in. And mm-hmm. he said it; it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought I do. I mean, I don't know how. We don't know how he does the things he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny. I told him, "Are you familiar with Beth Moore?" No. She's a she's a female. She's a teacher, a biblical teacher. Mm-hmm. And it was so cute because she was talking about the creation. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, I don't argue about it. I don't say anything. She goes, I, you know, she, yeah, she does believe God. She said that, you know, of course he created. But she said, if you stop to think about it, he had the seventh day to rest. And she goes, but if you think about it, she goes, she says, what did he do? You know, like it says, he spoke the word. Okay, I, I, today there's light and there's light. And then what does he do? Why did he go and rest the seventh day? Because she said he has like the whole day to go around. Okay, I said it. There it is. I'm going to go, you know, see, what did he do for the rest of the time? Mm-hmm. You know, that he... Is she calling God a slacker? No, she's just saying, <laughs> we, we don't know. I see a bit in there. Well, I mean, we, we do know he spoke it, but we, we don't, you know, we don't know. Because it does also say a day with the Lord is like a thousand years. Right. I mean, we don't know. See, in time for... In, in time God for is this, like Emerald. He's like... But I mean, Bam! Let there be light. I mean, what's he resting? Bam, well, I mean, seriously, but what is he resting up for when he just spoke it? And I go, okay, wow! Yeah, It's like you know, what did he do for the rest of the day? For you know, the the, the first I mean, day, then the second day, well, he just kind of did it. And I guess something to say. I guess something funny to say about that. Look, when you when you literally tell Adam, like right 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 off the bat, when you make Adam, you're like. You did, every, every, everything else you said it was good but it was like look that ain't right it's not really good for him to be alone that, that boy the boy I mean and I say that I'm not, I'm not perfect as I am but like um, Eve it's your turn uh, I need you up here because my boy is suffering on the other side of the coin and on the other side of the coin on the other side of the coin though he like Adam had one job I was like okay this is this is, this is the tree right he said that whatever you can do whatever you want Go wherever you want. Have whatever you want. This tree right here. Don't touch it. Just do whatever you want. See, and I'm not to sound sacrilegious, but I did say this at a somewhere online about that. I was like, see, not to say that God don't make mistakes, but see, if he had told Eve, I guarantee you, no woman is going to mess that up. You're living in a lap of luxury. You can do, you, you, everything's at peace and comfort. You got a guide to yourself. You got streams or rivers going through. This is like heaven, right? All you got to do is like not touch that. I guarantee you, if Eve is told first, Adam even comes within 100 yards of that tree. There's a brick upside of his head. He's not even wake up like three years later like, what happened? Like, uh, you, you were coming towards a tree. I, I said duck. I feel like we know why God rested on the seventh day. Because Adam's crazy. And that was because he knew that for the next several millennia, he was going to have to put up with these idiots he created called people. Because <laughs> he went and gave us free will. Yeah, that was the thing. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he missed the day, but that, that the free will missed the day one, though. He just had to skip out the... Still touch the tree. And that tells you a lot right there that he had the power to have kept her from doing it. He... he you know, that was where Satan or whoever, you know, and, and we think of him as, you know, and apparently not because he was very, very beautiful and wanted to be God, you know. 
and told her, hey, you know. Well, I thought it was very clever, though, because he didn't go to her like you'd think and say, hey, you know, it's not going to hurt you. He was very good. He said, he just doesn't want you to be like him. That's why he doesn't want you to do it. And, you know, he used that psychology even from the very beginning of time. He's a tricky guy. Yeah, I mean, that's and that's how we do to this day. We don't really, we're told, don't do this, don't do that, but we also have that mentality of, psychologically that was not we're not new at that that was back from him starting that just mm-hmm. i thought that was such an angle to use mm-hmm. to work at her and she already knew not to do it he was not telling her don't do it or do it he just she knew he he was so clever how he did that you know he's oh he just doesn't want you to think like you know be as good as he is <laughs> yeah i keep forgetting we're being recorded <laughs> i'm just talking away <laughs> You're giving us gold. <laughs> but it is. It, it, to me, it's so fascinating. It is so big and, you know, it's beautiful. But have you noticed, though, but do you think they tie it into, like, the, the sex of the eroticism and stuff that we've seen and we talked about? Oh, we're back to that. That was, like, two episodes ago at this point. Yeah, but I want to go. I want to bring it in this. Like, here's the thing. Whenever you've never seen a, 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 a movie historical account, a movie account of, of, of the Garden of Eden, Eve was always standing with a bush in front of her. <laughs> And, and her hair and, and her hair is like long but like you know below the shoulder towards the, the front right like and, and somehow I always find like the, the woman with the smallest cleavage that, that, that they can pull because I've known women that like have had they're like you know you can't do that with you know the hair covering and, and blocking everything if the woman's been blessed <laughs> that, does, that, that doesn't happen and like and sometimes some women no matter what they do can't grow hair that long. And, uh, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> she must have just been creative. <laughs> but you know the thing is, and it, it specifically says that they, even when they finally realized and they were, they had sinned for the first time, he even asked them, "Well, who told you that you were naked?" It's mm-hmm. like they didn't know they were, so there would have been no qualms, no, mm-hmm. you know. But the movies have to like the same thing you were talking about with the sheets. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like the sunburn on the ass would have been a pretty good indication. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that the, 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 the fig leaves. I'm like, of all the trees in the garden, if the garden, if the garden, if Eden was a massive place of what they were alluding to and the stories they were alluding to, how'd you find a fig tree? Like, more likely you would find, I, I've, I've not run into a fig tree not in there one time in my lifetime. I'm about to turn 45. Well, they're I, native to the Middle is, East. Actually, no, they're not because there's one next door, but we had one in our backyard. See, I had a pear tree in my backyard and I had silver maples. But like, you know what? And they did have big leaves. Your backyard was Ohio. Yeah, well, exactly. But Ohio is the, is the heart of it I all. was telling you just the other day, wasn't I, that yep. when I was little, we had a big old fig tree in the backyard, mm-hmm. and they had the biggest leaves that I could get in it and sit up there with my little notebook and write, and it would rain. It wouldn't even get me wet. The leaves were that big. See, but big it, leaves. Right, but I'm surprised they didn't go with, like, you know, palm leaves. I mean, that's what they waited for Jesus when he was, like, coming. And they, this is, like, you know... They just had good Good Friday, not Good Friday, whatever. Palm Sunday. This is Palm Sunday, right? And so, like, Jesus was coming into town, and they were all waving palm this leaves. This is Palm Sunday, isn't it? It is, right? Aww. So, forgive me, Father, for I'm about to sin. Um, they had they, they literally had palm, they were waving palm leaves as Jesus was walking in, right? Thrones. So, that too. Um, and, and the thing, palm leaf. Like, so... And so, it's so, the fronds, isn't it? And so, so, but the, the, the point is, those are bigger than figs. And uh, I mean, like, saying they were sitting there, and like they could have had that covering them. Why did not? Why didn't Eve and, and and Adam go for that? 
I mean, if you really like embarrassed about exposing yourself, I'm pretty sure that plenty of palm men. But fig leaves are big. No, fig leaves are big. Leaves. Yeah, big. Palms the, are bigger. The leaves no, that are palms on don't them. have leaves. Palms no, are just like they fronds. have leaves with the. Fronds. Well, they could have made a hula skirt. Now they could have done right? that. Right, but yeah, it's a bunch true. of small leaves. So like. Unless Adam wasn't packing much heat, that palm leaf hey, isn't going to do Adam. much for him. Let's don't go there. This is Adam. Let's don't go there. And I wonder, I wonder how many times he looked, he looked at ribs on the barbecue and got sore. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the. Bible study plus a little light blasphemy episode of this podcast is none of those things over the fence series. Carol, thank you for being with us again. Thank y'all again. And everybody, listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Make sure that you, uh, it's uh, cork top, Carol. <laughs> Make sure that you like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. In the next episode, we're going to teach Carol about wine bottles that use corks instead of screw tops. (laughs) Thank you very much, and we'll see you on the next one.